everybody. <clears throat> this is David opposing the Matrix. Pardon me, my voice is still a little weird. Um, I mean, it's, I'm always weird, but, you know, the voice is weird now. So, probably has to do with all the dust that's in this place that we, we're living with. And once that's all cleaned up and we finish painting and everything, everything's going to be perfect. That wall back there, I told you I was going to paint the other day and never did get to it. Um, <clears throat> Like I said, I found out that I've fractured a vertebra in my back, and I have to take it easy now. I can't be lifting. I can't be bending over too much and everything else. So uh, <clears throat> a lot of things have been put on hold, unfortunately. <clears throat> Man, excuse me, folks. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I got a thing, uh, an email the other day from uh, Natural News saying that they had a new um, – article on there about an analysis they did on some blood clots that came out of uh, cadavers of people that had received the COVID-19 shot. Um, anyway, these uh, blood clots are not normal. They're uh, what is normal anymore, right? Um, but uh, usually blood clots are made of different uh, electrolytes that we have in our in our blood and of course blood cells and stuff like that and we're going to look at an article um in a minute here that um is going to show that these blood clots are um that they're finding are anything but blood clots and you know we'll go into a few other things too i got a new um thing from carrie Maday. uh she's talking actually there's about three videos with uh, carrie Maday in it but uh, she talks about the uh, – she analyzed the or, – or looked at, I should say, the uh, the Pfizer vaccine under the uh, microscope and uh, found some pretty alarming things. So we're going to look at that. And um, she did a, a interview with Stu Peters, um, and we're going to look at that. And um, so we're going to look at a bunch of things when it comes to uh, the blood clots that – that are finding in people and Carrie even shares in one of the videos uh, what she believes the, the uh, new world order is up to and what their plans are for these uh, these shots and for, for humans in general. So uh, without further ado, let's um, let's go ahead and look at this one article. Okay. And it's uh, it's going to be lengthy and it might be a little hard to understand. Okay. But uh We'll work through it. We'll, we'll get through it, and uh, we'll understand it by the time we get to the end. So I'm going to show this here, and I'm going to go here. Okay. Hopefully you can see this. I'm going to make sure you can. Yes, you can. I don't know how well you can read it, but uh, at least, you know, it's you're not looking at me, you know. Um, and that could be a pleasurable thing. Um, okay. This is from Natural News. It was posted on the 17th of August uh, by Mike Adams. Uh, the name of the article is exclusive. Natural News releases post-vaccine clot ICP-MS um, elemental analysis results comparing clots to human blood. Findings reveal these are these clots are not blood clots. And like I said, it was uh, published on August 17th by Mike Adams. Let's get the tags because I find the tags really interesting. And I'm actually learning how to do tags a little better because I get to, you know, to look at this and see what's going on um, and how to do it correctly. Um, so the tags are bad health, bad medicine, blood clots, COVID, good science, 
ICP-MS, lab tests, outbreak, pandemic, vaccine, deaths, vaccine injury, and vaccines. Okay. And let me see how good you guys can see this. Uh, you can see it fairly well. Okay. Um, we got a picture here of a close-up of uh, one of the blood clots that was taken out. That doesn't look like anything I would call it. Look at it. It's got strands and everything in it. It's um, It almost looks like the remnants of something alive. And when you, when you see that these uh, vaccines kind of have living organisms in it, maybe this would help to explain what this is. So, or understand. Uh, let's see. Let's go on with the article. Natural News. We are now releasing ICP-MS uh, lab test results that compare the elemental composition of human blood to the elemental composition of the clot sample taken from the body of a person who received a COVID vaccine, vaccination and then sub subsequently died. The clot was provided by an embalmer, Richard Hirschman, and these clots are being widely reported in bodies of people who have died suddenly in the weeks or months after receiving one or more of the COVID vaccines. According to rigorous analysis based on excess death data, summarized nicely by S Steve Kirsch at uh, Substack, there are currently around 10,000 people dying each day from COVID vaccines. Anywhere from 5 to 12 million fatalities have likely occurred worldwide so far. And with these <clears throat> self-assembling clots uh, continue to gain size and mass inside the bodies, of those who have received the mRNA experimental uh, medicine, yeah, medicine injections, it's certain that many people who have not yet died from the vaccines will experience death in the coming months and years. Kirsch has roughly estimated that one person is currently dead for every 1,000 doses of, vac of COVID vaccines that are administered. <clears throat> this number will almost certainly increase with time. <clears throat> Excuse me, as the clots that are causing so much death appear to be continuing to grow or self-assemble inside the blood vessels and arteries of vaccine victims. Thus, <clears throat> the final toll of COVID vaccines will only be experienced over a period of several years and several years and could be orders of magnitude higher than higher potentially in one in 100 or one in 10. Although we will have to watch excess deaths carefully over the next uh, several years to know where the post-vaccine death phenomena levels out. So far, over 12 billion COVID vaccine doses have been administered worldwide. Over 600 billion doses have been administered in the United States. And Kirsch estimates that 600,000 Americans have uh, likely already been killed by the COVID vaccines in the USA alone. That's about 12 times higher than the total casualties of U.S. soldiers in the Vietnam War, for comparison. Here's a photo that I took of one of the clots, and let me describe it for the people that can't, uh, can't see it because they're listening by uh, um, audio. Um, it's a jumbled mess. Um, it looks more like a root system or, or, or a plant that has grown inside the artery more than a blood clot. I've seen blood clots and they look nothing like this. Anyway, and there's a little strand that's coming off it, a little green strand. It almost looks like an antennae. Um, it's it's not shorter than any other things, but it's um, 
it's thinner and it looks like a, actually like a weed growing off of it. But um, anyway, it's, it's pretty interesting to, to look at. And uh, <clears throat> I would encourage everybody, if you're listening to this, when you get home, um, look up, rum- go, go to rumble and look up opposing a matrix and you'll find us. It should be right on the top. And uh, you can see these pictures for yourself because I can't describe them adequately. Okay. Okay. We've got a um, subtitle here, pursuing the mystery of uh, post vaccine clots. <clears throat> Dr. James, James, Dr. Jane Ruby has been one of the researchers at the forefront of attempting to determine the composition of these clots, as well as the, their mechanism of action and causing fatalities in victims. Dr. Ruby connected us with uh, Hirschman and helped arrange for the clot samples, which we have tested by ICPMS in our ISO accredited uh, 17025 approved laboratory, which specializes in food and water analysis. <clears throat> in full disclosure, our laboratory is accredited, audited and inspected and validated for ICPMS testing in food and water samples, as well as other areas uh, such as cannabinoid uh, quantitation analysis in hemp extract samples. However, the accreditation scope of our lab does not specifically encompass human biology samples as we do not offer such testing to the public. Nevertheless, we routinely test dog, um, dog food and cat food samples which are, of course, composed of animal flesh and ground blood vessels, uh, meat, tissue, cartilage, and other animal-derived biological structures. And we are using the same exact, uh, we are using the exact same sample preparation, digestion, uh, analysis, and reporting methods for post-vaccine clot samples. While we are also routine, also routinely, also routinely test beef poultry, fish, and other meat samples. Thus, we are highly confident in the accuracy of these results. Furthermore, we did did not see any failures during the sample uh, prep process. The entire clot was dissolved in nitric acid, uh, meaning its elements went into solution, and we were able to analyze via um, ICPMS. Here's the photo of some of the clots found in the uh, body of the deceased. At first, when I saw this, folks, I thought it was a, uh, let me describe it. It's a vial probably around um, maybe three inches long with the cap. It's got a, uh, looks like an aluminum cap on it, uh, which means it's sealed. Um, and basically what I thought it was was uh, intestinal worms when I first saw it. Um, but they're not. And, um like I said, they look nothing like uh, the blood clots I've ever seen before under a microscope. So, and uh, <clears throat> let's see, these IC <clears throat> man, folks, I wish my voice would get better. Um, these ICPMS tests were conducted on June 23rd of this year. We have delayed public uh, release of these um, of the results in order to allow time to share these numbers with colleagues and to invite feedback from others. These uh, PDFs have also been shared privately with Dr. Jane Ruby and others. Uh, no one with expertise in this field has indicated any apparent problems or concerns about this analysis. Uh, if anything, the ICPMS um, 
analysis is rather straightforward. Samples are digested into nitric acid and the acid is nebulized into a liquid stream, which goes through a plasma torch, gets ionized, and then directed through a quad quadruple assembly that sorts the elements by their mass, mass to charge ratios. <clears throat> Each uh, individual element is scanned and counted on a PMT or a photo, photo multiplier tube, uh, which translates individual elements into electrical current that can be accurately counted. These results are mapped against external standards, which are NIST traceable uh, to provide very accurate calibration curves, uh, which means the quantitation data are extremely reliable. We used uh, 0.4528 grams of the clot as a sample mass in this case. And here's a picture of the clot inside the um, inside a tube, the 0.4528 grams. Um, it says clot 2022 For a primer on ICPMS uh, and why it is so accurate, see these, this NIH article. So if you wanted to go to this, um, this uh, article, to see this link, um, it's naturalnews.com forward slash 2022-08-17. If you type that in, I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, elemental analysis results released vaccine clot composition, not blood clots.html. Okay. It's a lot to, to digest. So if you would just go here and then uh, you could actually get that link and go and look at that. Because I believe in, in thoroughness, folks. And if you, we're going to look at stuff, might as well look at that too. Okay. Not here because we're pressed for time, but, um, you know, you can look at it at your leisure. Okay. Okay. We have another, um, subtitle here. ICPMS analysis results reveal that these clots are not made of blood. They are not blood clots. Okay. Although we intend to conduct more tests on the clots and blood samples, the data we see so far makes it clear that these clots are not blood clots. They are not simply made of congealed blood. Uh, how do we know this? Because the elemental ratios and densities are vastly different. Consider the following comparison chart, which we will look at. Um, based on the ICPMS results, see the full results below. Um, and notice the stark difference between the elemental concentrations in blood versus the clot uh, among nutritive marker elements such as iron and magnesium. Okay. So bear with me as I read from this, um, this uh, table here. Uh, the first um, column is element. Second column is blood results. In other words, results when they tested blood for these different things and clot results. Okay. So for magnesium, the blood results were 35 parts per million. The clot had 1.7 parts per million. That's a big difference. Uh, potassium, the blood results, uh, 1,893 parts per million. The clot results, 12.5 parts per million. Again, a big difference. Ferrous or iron, <clears throat> the blood results, 462 parts per million. The clot results, 20.6 parts per million. Okay. <clears throat> and that's important, folks, because the blood carries iron, or actually the iron on the blood carries oxygen to the body, okay? 
Um, zinc, blood results, 7.9 parts per million. <clears throat> Clot results, 2.4 parts per million. Chlorine, blood results, 930,000 parts per million. Clot results, 200, 290,000 parts per million. <clears throat> Phosphorus, uh, blood results, 1,130 1, parts per million. Clot results, 4,900 parts per million. Hmm, had more phosphorus than the blood. That's interesting. Okay. <clears throat> as you can see, or as we saw through the reading, uh, the post-vaccine <clears throat> clot samples only contain 4.4% of the iron that we, we would see in human blood. This alone is confirmation that these clots are not blood clots. In addition, note that the near total lack of potassium uh, in the clot sample, the clot contains less than 0.6% of the potassium as human blood. Um, is a similar story with the magnesium too. Okay, another subtitle. Several electrically conductive elements were higher in the clot. <clears throat> in addition to the nutritive um, elements shown above, we noticed a particular pattern uh, among electrically conductive elements such as sodium, aluminum, tin, um, for the following uh, table, please note that the tin and sodium results come from a separate uh, semi-quant uh, report, which is less accurate than that uh, full quant analysis, which, uh, excuse me, full quant analysis used for all the other elements shown here. In essence, the semi-quant numbers are accurate in terms of relative concentrations from one sample to the next, but they are not compared to calibrated external examples. So the actual absolute concentration report does not, um, does not have the confidence interval um, in the full quant results. <clears throat> so let's see, we got first uh, column is elements, second column is blood results, third is clot results. Okay, so for sodium, blood results, 1,050 parts per million. Clot results, 1,500 parts per million. Tin, 160 parts per billion. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, 160 parts per billion. And in the clot, it's 942 parts per billion. Aluminum, in the blood results, it's 1.3 parts per million. And the clot results, 1.6 parts per million. Okay, all right. Uh, with sodium being nearly 50% <clears throat> higher in the clot and tin showing an increase of 588%, we can only conclude that the self-assembling clot is, in effect, harvesting or concentrating certain elements from circulating blood as clot assembly is taking place. <clears throat> it is noteworthy that many of these elements are conductive, Aluminum, for example, is the most common uh, alternative to copper for use in electrical wiring. Sodium is an alkali metal uh, that is highly conductive, and tin is used as the primary component um, in solder alloys used to manufacture or, or, excuse me, or repair circuit boards. Uh, you can see from the numbers of, of on elemental conductivity at, okay, and there's another link, uh, at this electrical conductivity reference table from Angstrom Sciences. Okay, 
Uh, one conclusion is inescapable. The clot is almost entirely lacking key marker elements that would be present in human blood, such as iron and potassium, yet shows significantly higher concentrations of elements that are used in electronics and circuitry. Remember that, okay? We invite the reader to draw your own conclusions of the explanations behind that, merely noting that the patent, uh, yeah, the patents of Dr. Charles Lieber may be of special interest. Okay. The analysis uh, notably does not answer any questions uh, of whether these clots are alive or dead, like hair or nails. Um, my own professional opinion is that these clots are not living structures. They appear to be self-assembling dead biostructures uh, from what we can see so far. Uh, but that's just an initial assessment and may change with uh, additional observations or findings. Prions, um, for example, are self-assembling but not living biostructures too. They are essentially misfolded proteins that spread throughout the brain or other regions, causing morphological uh, alterations that nullify both the normal structure and function of the neurologic cells. Uh, something does not have to be alive in order to be self-assembling. Even viruses, as described by traditional virology, are dead structures which are nevertheless self-assembling and can grow in size and mass in terms of their aggregate population. The following microscopy picture taken uh, at our lab around 1500 uh, magnification uh, shows what appears to be repeated structure on a wire-looking protrusion from one of these clots. In case you're wondering, it's not a human hair. It's connected to the clot. Okay. I found this interesting. Now, this is that little string I was telling you about before uh, that seems to be coming off the clot, or is coming off the clot. Sorry, not even seems to. And uh, increased um, magnification, it does look like a human hair almost, except it's got... Um, it seems to possess some kind of uh, hair-like uh, little structures on the surface of it. So what it is, I have no idea, but we know it's made of uh, metal conducting or electrical conducting metals, okay? Then there's another picture that makes it look like a human ear. Actually, it looks like a shoot of bamboo is sectioned, okay? And then this last one is even farther out. It's, it's sectioned, and you can see where it's coming off the clot. Okay, see the ICPMS results for yourself. For those not familiar with units being reported here, PPB, PPB equals parts per billion, PPM equals parts per million, 1,000 PPB, one part per million because of the metric system. Um, the units, yeah, okay. Uh, the units used by the instrument are mass over volume, or M slash V, um, and the mass is technically mass to charge ratio M to Z. Uh, here's, uh, here's a screenshot of the section from the PDF report and the ICPMS results for live human blood. This has got all the elements in it, folks. It's a long list. And I'm not going to read it. Okay. Uh, maybe I should. Dang it. <clears throat> okay. Because it's going to compare the post-vaccine clot. Man. Okay, live human blood, the, the full quant table. Okay. 
Oh my goodness. Um, folks, go to the article, look at it. Okay. It's just going to take a long time to, to uh, and it, right underneath it says you can download the full PDF document for the blood analysis here. So feel free to do that, folks. Go to um, Natural News and find this article. I, I gave you the link earlier. And, um, you know, you can find these numbers, but it shows a drastic change. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, I don't know some of these elements, to tell you the truth. Um, okay, zinc 66. Okay, that's the mass. 45. Oh, folks, it's just, it's, it's confusing. You're going to have to look at it yourself, okay? Okay, let's see, magnesium. Maybe I can do a couple of, yeah, okay. Like for normal blood, magnesium, uh, the concentrate is uh, 35,495.372 parts per billion. And with the post-vaccine clot, it's 1,665.925 parts per billion. That's a big change. Um, aluminum, let's see. Uh, the post-vaccine clot, 1,576.237 parts per billion. Um, aluminum in, in normal blood is 100, or one, excuse me, 1,340.926 parts per billion. So there's a big change there, too. Not as big as the magnesium. I wanted to look at the, um, the potassium. Uh, let's see, K. Okay, the pec in the uh, non, or excuse me, in the post-vaccine clot, the vex, uh, the, the um, potassium is twelve thousand four hundred eighty-nine point one four eight parts per billion, and <laughs> in the uh, in real blood, it's I, I got to go over. Uh, okay, one two three one. It's um, 1,893,465 parts per billion. Big difference. So anyway, folks, there's, there's quite a difference in the two, okay? Okay, let's see. Share these results and keep asking questions. More analysis yet to come. All right, and that's basically it. That's the end of that article, folks, okay? And I wish I could have shared everything with you on the elements, but like I said, it's a long list. And um, we have so many other things to look at. So what I'm going to do, folks, I'm going to close this one out. Okay, go back to here. And let's see. All right, that's gone. So let's go ahead and show this one on the stream. Okay. Okay, remember we mentioned Dr. Richard Hirschman before. He's an embalmer. He's not a doctor. He's an embalmer. Um, and uh, the name of this article, actually this video, this is not normal. Um, embalmer Richard Hirschman releases footage of unbelievable blood clots. I would have to say beforehand, if you're squeamish, don't look at this. Okay. Um, I've seen stuff like this before, and many of you have, so you're not going to be bothered by it. But I'm putting a disclaimer in right now that if blood bothers you, if blood clots and 
or maybe opening up a little bit of body parts uh, bothers you, then don't watch this, okay? All right, let's go to this and uh, make sure I'm there first. Okay, I'm showing it. So here we go. This is the iliac artery. And this clot coming out of the iliac. Normally we don't see clots in the iliac, in an artery. Usually they're in veins. Oh my gosh. And I'm probably not gonna be able to get it all. Oh my goodness. This is not normal. Look at the size of this one. Oh my goodness. The big one came out of the vein. The small one came out of the iliac artery itself. Good God. <laughs> oh my goodness. So folks, he's he's an embalmer and he's done this many, many times and he knows that this is not normal. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was kind of kind of gross, but I've seen a lot worse. But um anyway, uh, very interesting. He usually he said that usually you don't find blood clots in arteries. I don't know. Um, he knows what he's talking about. I don't. So in in that regard, anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was totally bizarre. So one of the first groups of people that started to notice that something was weird with all this were the embalmers, the um, <clears throat> gentlemen, like gentlemen uh, we just saw. You know, he. Um, they started raising the red flag, you know, Hey, something's not right here. And, um, <clears throat> and it's always, <clears throat> it's always been with blood clots. Okay. So talk about the COVID-19 vaccine in the equate with blood clots. And, and there, there's a definite delineation there. Okay. So what do we have next? <clears throat> next one is the Dr. Carrie Madej. And uh, well, let's let's look at it real quick here, and we can go from there. All right. So this is put on um, here by uh, a person named Harpoxo, and I can only assume that it has something to do with Harpazo is, and actually that would spell Harpazo um, as actually uh, the snatching away or the taking away. Uh, that's what the word means in Greek, and it's equated with the – it's the word that's used in um, uh, when Paul wrote to the churches about the rapture. Um, he called it the harpazo. Okay. Uh, a little lesson for you there. But anyway, um, and the name of the article is <clears throat> They Want You to Never Die, Great Ascension or Living Hell by Carrie Madej. Okay. Well, let's go here and see what we got. There's always been some people that think they're special, that they have a special bloodline for some reason, and they always think they have the right to control us. And they've been doing things throughout the eons. Now, this time, they want to get it right. They, we're out of control, too many of us, so they want to do the call. They call the culling out the herd and then the rest of us left over mm, they have this technology we'll make sure we have this technology in them so they can never get out of control again never 
you know. But it's also, to me, looking at this, too, this, this is, that's their idea. But you see the symbolism everywhere. You see the number 666, the, the name Lucifer. You see that they actually are connected to satanic cults. They are connected to this. When you start opening your eyes, you'll see that this is a battle of good and evil. And that, you know, this, this is a Luciferian kind of agenda. And so... Lucifer, Satan, demons, they're all dead. They're all in a dead world. They cannot create. That's why it's metaverse. Metaverse is the dead world. That's their world. And they want everyone to be into that electronic world. They want to change the body and slowly amalgamate it into that digital world. That's their idea. They want to change what it is, the image, to their image. They want us to never die, they say this, immortality through their ways of uploading consciousness and downloading it. They want to um, have everybody connected all, all the time, like this is some great ascension. It's not. It's a living hell because now you're connected to their hive mind and their information and what they do. They also want to use technologies like, oh, we can put this uh, nanolipid particle hydrogel, but it can rewrite memories. It can download memories so you don't have to learn anything. What? It's, they're telling you what they're going to download. What are they downloading? They can also take a memory out. I mean, this isn't for the betterment of humanity. This is what they want. But think about it. If these are people that stand for satanic things, and if you look at their background, you'll find that. Or they've been to Epstein, they're for human trafficking, or they support it, or around people that do it. You know, adrenochrome is a real thing. All these things, that that's what they're affiliated with. And they use their symbolism. They use the number 666 everywhere in Lucifer. That's what they stand for. Why would you ever go and step in that direction? Because it's not. It's never going to be for the betterment of us. It's a trick. We have to realize that we've been lied to about everything and that this is the, to me, it is the apocalypse, the lifting of the veil. We're seeing the unseen. We're really seeing the world as it is. And so now we have a choice. You know, do we want to go that way or do we want to go back to God because we left God? God didn't leave us. We bring God back. We start praying. I guarantee you spontaneous healings, remissions are everywhere. We need to believe in that because that is true. Our bodies can heal from so many things. We need to start caring, loving our brothers and sisters, loving ourselves. Remember, this is our holy temple. That's a whole new way of being than what we are right now. So if we start doing that, I believe in that wholeheartedly. I believe in the word. I know that is possible. And I know that, you know, just making those steps, a way will be made for us. But I'll do anything I can not to be in that world. Even if I die, I'm fine because I know where I'm going. But it's really this serious right now because they're going to push more things, although it looks like they're, they're set, stepping back with the, oh, we know we can travel, no masks, et cetera. They're not stopping because their game plan is still under play. And they had 2030 as their deadline to um, accomplish every human being being linked up to the artificial intelligence. This past um, month, they went ahead and said 2027. So that means it's only 2022. It's five years. They want to connect all humans to the Internet to, to be controlled. So that's only five years away. How will they attempt that? They're going to be doing different things. So we have to be alert and have discernment and, and not comply with that because they need us to comply. They need us to be part of the digital system. 
So it's um, that's it took longer than I should have on that. I'm sorry. You should never ever apologize for speaking. If I could get you on for seven hours straight and just we'll just get you some water to, to keep you hydrated and maybe a porta potty and then and we're good to go. You you just keep going. I'll break in if we have to take a break. Um, because when I have to speak, people, our viewership goes down, okay? When you're talking, people are listening. I come on here, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't want to hear that guy. But one thing that you said that was, I thought, extraordinarily important is, well, you know, all, all of it was. But, <clears throat> you know, we have to we have to, to basically not be fearful based upon what we're seeing in the world because we know how the story ends. We know where we're going to go. And if that means, you know, you have a choice between – between going, doing it their way, living the, the way that they wanted, this satanic, demonic, um, evil way that they want us to live. If you have the choice between doing that or dying, you're going to have to choose death. And I've told people this, it's, it's uncomfortable to say, you know, but if you are a Bible-believing Christian, to truly be a Bible-believing Christian means you do not denounce your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You continue forward no matter what, because, you know, even if it does mean death with that said you know we get we have a challenge and i think our biggest challenge is not just audience because our audience is is wonderful okay the people that listen watch me they have i i rarely get any trolls or, or feedback oh you guys are crazy you know our people are are relatively awake and they want to they want more of an awakening but we still have to face the fact that a good chunk of people the vast majority of people i would say are not willing to hear this they'll if they're listening to you or me right now they're gonna think oh my gosh these guys are crazy conspiracy theorists for a while i struggled with how do we ease them in how do we get them you know to engage with us i don't even know if that's possible anymore but you have you're more widely um you talk to more people than i do have you seen the ability to i guess wake people up do you shake them do you do you avoid them do you how i mean how do we get the quote-unquote normies to realize what's at stake in the world today. Um, I think that that's why more traumas will happen to us collectively because not enough people are waking up yet. That's what will wake them up, right? However, yes, there is a strong um, underground contingency as I travel personally and, and personally start talking with people. I'm seeing that this last year there's been um, a big change with that. So there are people that are being very quiet, but also strong patriots. They're strong believers. They're there for each other. They're putting their money where their mouth is. They're, they're putting their own money into doing this parallel life, this future existence. Because what is like a nice house or a nice car? Are you kidding me? I mean, that and, and they're so joyful over it too. They're they love it, and I would. Do, I, that's what I do with myself too. I'll never have a normal job, but that's okay because I will never have anyone own what I say. They cannot own what is in my mind. They will not tell me what to do ever. And every day that I, I live, I am like that. And so because I'm like that, and I. I try to be a messenger for God as best as I can. I'm human, but I try my best. I mean, I'm still standing. I'm still here, and that's a miracle because of all the things I've been through. So that's a testament right there. So I know I'll be here speaking and, and doing my best until God says it's time. And I, I really want people to realize that eternity is real. It is real. There are so many people who have near-death experiences. I have too. I can tell you eternity is real. Either way, though. It's heaven, and there's definitely a hell. And if you 
had the ability to spend two minutes in either place, you would pray more, worship more, sacrifice more, pray more, give more. <laughs> I say that because I've had the glimpse of seeing these people. I've talked with them. They're not like us. Their eyes are not like us. They don't have a care about you or your family or the sacredness of a baby. They're not like us, guys. Don't follow their pharmacia, their sorcery. They're leading you down a road that is is awful. And when we say, you know, don't take any more, it's, it's not about you even dying. It's about they're changing your body as more shots go in you. Nobody knows how many shots it takes, but why take that chance? It's not about making you healthier. It's about putting artificial intelligence, superconducting materials in you to, in their own words, their words, these, all these world, uh, these, uh, world economic forum, United Nations, World Health Organization, all of them say the same thing. They want to make us into cyborgs. You know, now, you know, there's different timelines for that, but now if you listen to their latest one, they would like us to be at least partially like that by 2027. You are not all human. How in the world can you say you're going to make your own decision at that point? There's no way. You have no idea what they can do. And in my little business owners meeting here in Atlanta, end of 2014, here's Sanjay Gupta going up there saying, if a person lied through, and they have this technology in them and their, their phone is monitoring them through the supercomputer, the first lie, and a lie is a lie is a lie. So you're just lying about your location because you're late. Who cares? That lie is a serious lie, though. He even said that the program could go and give you an instant repercussion, which he called it a shock, and later he said buzz. So literally, now we can go all different directions of what that literally means, but are you kidding me? This is a business owner's meeting here. What are they doing at the more ominous meetings talking about here in Atlanta. They didn't say when, but this is the plan. And then you're just in this horrible digital cage called a social credit system. This is a terrible, terrible type of existence. It is not what you think. And remember, it's not going to be just like you're in the metaverse and everything's on these commercials like you can create your reality. No. That's what they're going to make you think it is. They might do it in the beginning. But look at what they stand for. They get they get joy out of um, people's pain. I mean, you look at them and what they do and what they stand for. Um, this, this is they are not good people. They don't stand for what is amazing and beautiful about Earth. And if you've traveled the world, we are not overpopulated at all. We have so much land, so many resources. We've had so many inventions that they withhold from us, so we don't need to be sick. We can have free energy. We can do all kinds of things. They, The people, these little tiny people in power that come from bloodlines that are incestuous throughout the, throughout the eons, they're nothing. It's because they taught us and, and, and coerced us into thinking that we're nothing. But the second we know who we are and what we are and own it and realize that we are made wonderfully and fearfully and say, I'm, I'm here standing for what is right and true with my brothers and sisters, with my tribe, no matter what happens, it's okay. I know where I'm going because very soon this will not happen anymore. I believe this whole uh, insanity of this... Um, these people that are evil will not be here anymore, these entities that are evil. And I know where I'm going. But this is my plea to the people out there is to really look at what's happening. It is not a joke. It is not just about getting a little digital ID. It's more than that. 
it's leading you down a road and just look at what they say they can do and just um, what Bill Gates just uh, his uh, his test group in West Africa and Nigeria 73 million of them would not be a part of his test group they cut them off from all their cell phones or SIM cards this is what they could do to us just be prepared because there they're testing out on the West Africans the same COVID shots we get here but giving them digital IDs linked with MasterCard so now that's the only way they can get money is through their body and they're working with an artificial intelligence company. He's saying the same thing I told, I'm telling you right now was in my business owners meeting. What they're doing is since the technology's in there, the nanolipid particle, he said it can also be used. He admits this for surveillance and predictive policing. And he said, we're going to go ahead and use it for that because it's already there. He's then said that since July of 2020, they're using it to spy on the people with biosensors, also know their thoughts, and then do predictive policing based on that, meaning they're, you're in trouble for what you think. They're doing it there. Bill Gates said once it's perfected, all developed nations will get it. This is the warning, you guys. It's called a vaccine passport there. That's why we refuse and we do not comply. We don't comply with these digital IDs, these biometric IDs. You say no. This is why, because this is the window of opportunity. We know it's happening there. Don't let it happen here. They're saying it all over the place. The hour is approaching. The beast is in the church. Jesus knew all about the hour that was approaching. He knew when his time was coming that he had to face the deepest darkness in order to come through into the light. One of the first examples of Jesus knowing his time was um, at the uh, wedding in Canaan. It says here, Jesus saith unto her, to his mother, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. Jesus knew the right time, didn't he, that things would happen. I'm going to go ahead and, and end it here, folks. I mean, the, the rest is beautiful and everything, but um, I wanted you to see exactly what Carrie Midday had to say about these evil people that are in power and what they want and uh, what they, their aspirations are and, and how it affects me and you and, and everything else. And uh, I just feel bad for the people that have gotten the shots because, you know, it's unless Yahweh inter intervenes in their lives, which I have no doubt will happen many, many times over, um, you know, they're, they could be, if they're not sincere walkers with Yeshua, then they could be uh, turned into amatotons, you know, uh, just people that could enter into churches and create all kinds of havoc and more than there, there is already. And um, it's just a shame that uh, it's gotten this far. But we're at the end, folks. We're at the end of uh, all human history. And uh, there are things that are going to happen that uh, we are going to find it hard to accept and hard to understand, but uh, these things are going to happen nonetheless. And and uh, if we're ready for them, they'll be a lot, uh, a lot more palatable, so to speak. Won't bother us as much um, or, you know, uh, harm us as much as if we uh, didn't know what was coming down the pike. So let me go ahead and get rid of that. Okay, let's see. I think we've got two more. Yeah. Um, and both of these are, are going to feature Dr. Carrie Midday. And I think the one that we're going to look at next, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, I think it's called the Stu Peter Show. I'll give him all the credit that I, I possibly can. 
But um, let's go ahead and, and go over there. Okay. Hello. That's interesting. That's not supposed to be there. Okay. All right. It's YouTube anyway. I don't like YouTube. And uh, so let's get rid of that. All right. Let's move on to this other thing. And then we'll have a discussion afterwards. So this is it. Okay. And I'm going to go there and I want to give credit where credit's due. This man here is awesome. He is he's totally awesome. Stu Peters. He's got a wonderful radio show, um, you know, like we have here, but um, to the nth degree. <laughs> and um, he's obviously got people working with him that can do all the technical stuff. Uh, I wish only wish we could have that, but I think we're doing pretty good on, on our own. You can see it was published in 2021. Um, and he's got a little over, it's got a little more over than uh, half a million views. Um, it says, shocking, Dr. Kerry Madej releases first look at Pfizer vial contents. I've seen this already, folks, and this is weird. Um, she produced one, or these two together, Stu Peters had her on um, in it prior to uh, this video here. And, uh, and he looked at some of the other, um, I think it might have been Johnson & Johnson. I'm not sure. But uh, one of the uh, manufacturers, and, and there was a, a living thing in it. It looked, kind of looked like a hydra. If you're not, uh, if you don't know what a hydra is, uh, and it would make sense for them to put this in there. But, uh, so let me explain. A hydra lives in fresh water uh, all around the world. Okay, and uh, they basically have. Uh, well, I'm trying to think if I can compare it to what it looked, but they're a being, living being that has. Um, I don't know how four or five, six legs attached to it. And uh, <clears throat> the neat thing or the interesting thing about the Hydra is if you cut a piece off of it, it grows it back. Um, if you were to take it and cut it into 15 pieces, you'd have 15 Hydra. Okay. They're just, they're just amazing. And I think that um, they're using this in the vaccine. I, I keep calling it a vaccine. I apologize <clears throat> in the kill shot. Um, thinking that it might um, prolong people's lives or maybe maybe the people that are immune to the shot. I don't know. Um, but it, it definitely was in there, and I saw it under the microscope that she uh, showed it on uh, Stu Peter's show, uh, a different one. But anyway, this is going to show what's in the Pfizer vaccine, okay, and uh, get ready to be shocked, okay? There are living things in the Pfizer vaccine, so... Let's get started on this. And, uh, again, thanks so much to Stu Peters for um, <clears throat> conducting this interview with her. Um, it's invaluable. And, um, <clears throat> Stu, if you ever watch this, you're awesome. Thank you so much. So here we go. Again, uh, published on October 20th, 2021. Shocking, Dr. Carrie Madej releases first look at Pfizer vial contents. Here we go. Well, the freshwater hydra is a pretty incredible organism. It's named after a creature from Greek mythology that at any time one of its heads was cut off, it would grow back two or more in its place. 
Scientists chose that name well. The freshwater hydra is biologically immortal. There it is. Its cells never age, and as far as we can tell, they never die of old age, only from predators or environmental factors. If you cut off a piece of the hydra, it will grow back. If you cut the hydra into many pieces, all of them will grow into a new hydra. And how about if you stick the hydra in a blender, literally chop it up into thousands of pieces until it's just a messy soup? Well, if you ball all of the pieces back together, they'll merge and become a hydra again. Not surprisingly, scientists are very interested in the hydra. Our government spends millions of dollars a year researching them for possible findings in biology, genetics, and medicine. But is it only research that's happening, or is something more going on? We had Dr. Carrie Madej on this show several weeks ago last time she told us about the horrifying things that she saw when she put vials of the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 shots, vaccines, under the microscope. Now she's giving us a first look at the Pfizer vials, and she wants to tell us the things that she has seen. Dr. Carrie Madej joins us now. You sent me some horrific slides and videos. I don't know what any of this is, so I'm going to rely on your expertise to tell us. Thanks, Stu. Yeah, I'm happy to help. So... Um, I was, I have worked with Project Veritas, an amazing team there, and they were able to work with a whistleblower from Pfizer and through chain of custody, they brought forth some um, of the vials. So I have some of my own images, but uh, Project Veritas will be, you know, giving their story very soon, which will have so much detail, so much data. So please look for that. Um, anyhow, uh, I also wanted to show a short video from one of the Johnson & Johnson vials that I was able to examine. And this, what I'm seeing in all of these manufacturers are synthetic substances, you know, graphene-like. Um, also, these nanocarbon tubes, um, you know, the metallic uh, flux, et cetera. But what I was seeing in um, this particular Johnson & Johnson was a these round spheres, which were not air bubbles. People say there, there's no way they were. And over, there's many of these rings. And as time went on, they would get thinner, 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 and expand out. And then finally ex, uh, extrude out some gelatinous material. I'm not sure what it was, but different kinds of things were inside these spheres. So they're almost like a delivery structure. That's what they were doing. Well, on one of these spheres or these rings, um, there was an organism it looked like, a translucent organism that went around and back and forth. Um, I don't know. At first, I thought it was another water parasite, another kind. And then I saw, kept looking at its movements, and then I thought, well, perhaps it was moving in a more robotic way. And we do have the ability for nanobots, very much so. Um, I don't know if I gave you a reference for that, but they can put... Um, one million nanobots inside one syringe needle. Not not the syringe itself, the needle. One million. So this is a possibility. So we need to examine this and see what is it exactly, or is it part organic and part synthetic? It's frightening to know that these are being put inside of human beings. And now they want to put them inside little children. We'd have to stop this right now. These are extreme experimentations. Um, the future of us is in peril, danger when we're doing something like this. This is not informed consent by any means. They are, you know, trying to use wordplay and going around our human rights, the Nuremberg Code, and definitely 
extending out this emergency use authorization in the worst way ever. So that's very important to see that video. And then looking at the slides from Pfizer, we see the same kind of synthetic things in there. Also something called, it looks similar to Tesla phoresis. That's when these little um, graphite-like black metallic particles start to coalesce into strings like a spider web. They do that through any external force. It could be light, it could be a magnetic force, it could be a, uh, an impulse, like a frequency. Anyhow, all these little particles will then coalesce and form their own neural network or their own fire, uh, fibers or wires. So like they're building infrastructure. Yeah, like you're taking Lincoln logs and putting them together and making your own new computer or your motherboard or your your wires. You can see that happen in real time. Uh, this is just, I mean, this is absolutely mind-blowing. I'm sitting here looking at you, and you're telling me this. It's like I'm watching a seriously bad B-movie, a horror thriller. I mean, this is, these images are real. I mean, there's, there's no way to, and, and look... This is this is the same. This is like almost. Um, what do you call that when uh, it's a replication? Almost, I guess. I don't know if that's the scientific word that we can use. But me as a lay guy, I would say that. Look, I mean, we had one scientist and microscopy expert bring us this, and we don't really know what this is. And then uh, Dr. Botha brought these discs, and then she's like, "Well, I need somebody to tell me what this is because I don't really know what this is." And I mean, these things just keep on keep on getting substantiated and like this verification that this is going on and these things are alive i mean yes we're confirming it i'm confirming i don't want it to be right Stu. i'm i'm upset i'm angry i'm frightened what would happen these are parasitic agents being injected into people i've seen them from multiple different states multiple different batches multiple different manufacturers multiple different times how much more evidence does anyone need to know that something terribly wrong is going on? Okay, so and now 100%. we're seeing it from other countries. Okay, from other countries? Yeah, well, Spain, Poland. You've seen the, right, the yes. Dr. Zalewski. Yes. So you're, you're saying absolute, unequivocally, 100% as a doctor with your reputation on the line that there are parasites in these shots. They appear to be parasites to me, and I don't see anything in the ingredient list for any kind of structure that would look like a water parasite yeah. in these manufacturers. That is correct. Okay, so what else did you, I mean, not that we need anything else here, but I mean, what from your perspective are you seeing with these things that, why are they there? I mean, what is really going on is well, there a health benefit to these well if you you look at the organism hydra vulgaris it is one of the model organisms that many of the transhumanists like to study and look at they feel that this is an amazing organism for humanity because a it's immortal in the lab setting at least it continuously produces its own stem cells it never stops and it can make itself innumerable times you can chop it up into little bits but in a petri dish, it forms itself again and again and again. It can, you know, chop one of its tentacles off and makes a new one. It's over and over. Well, they're thinking, well, wouldn't this be great if we could put this inside of a human body's genome? And then if your hand was chopped off by a trauma, you'd grow a new hand, grow a new hand, right? Be careful for what you wish for, though. Maybe you couldn't die. And you think that's a great thing? 
be. Could be a nightmare too. And maybe you grow more than, what if you grew three hands instead of one? This is a Frankenstein kind of experiment. Is anyone getting permission to do this to us? No, we don't know what they're doing, but we do know they're interested in doing that kind of thing to humanity at some point. The other thing that they're interested in is that this organism has its own neural network. The tentacles that go out have not a brain, but a neural network. So it's still a thinking kind of organism, but in a different way. And these neural networks look like our human neuron, our human nerve. They look just like it. So if there's more than one here, one here, one here, one here, they can form a mesh network. They actually can communicate between each other, um, almost like if you had your own intranet inside your body. So if these organisms were able to keep growing, because they're obviously in the vials, if they're able to keep growing in a body, well, let's you know surmise that they could make their own neural network, their own outside of yours. This is not good. That means its own communication system. So let's say if it's got its own communication system, something outward could affect it, like an impulse, a frequency, something from 5G, a, a light, um, a magnet, right? What if something influenced that communication network and not yours? Would you start thinking things that you aren't really your thoughts? And how would you know it wasn't your thought? What if you started to get really angry and you didn't know why? What if you had this impulse to do something, like get a shot? What would happen? I, I'm just giving hypotheses out here because I'm looking at what I'm seeing under the microscope, then I'm looking at why would I see it because it's not in the manufacturer's ingredient list. So I look at the research of the people behind it, like the transhumanist movement, and I see why they're interested. They're interested because of this continuous renewal of cells. They're also interested in it because of its ability to have its own neural network and to be influenced by magnets and other outside forces. So you have to look at the people behind this. Are, what are they doing? They've lied to us from the beginning. Why would they be telling us the truth now? What would this do to a tiny tiny baby or, or child they want to start introducing this to. You know, they don't change the amounts they give from a baby to an adult. Usually it's the same amount. Um, and then what are these delivery rings? What do they really have inside of them? And why are we seeing the phenomenon of Tesla phoresis happen? That's some synthetic kind of network happening, some wires and tubes kind of happening. Well, that means they really are trying to put an artificial intelligence network inside of a human being. Did we consent to that? No. Again, if you want to be like that, that's your choice as an adult, right? But we're not given a choice right now. This is wrong on so many levels. We don't know what's going to happen. This is the grandest of experiments. So this is, I'm providing these pictures. I'm providing this data for everyone to think for themselves and to know that we can disagree on things, but we have to come together on this because we have to protect our human rights. We have to pr protect our bodily autonomy because the future of us is at stake. Maybe they don't want us to be human anymore because then we don't have certain rights. They can transfer. I mean, look, if we're going to start thinking about stuff like this. Um, so let me ask you something. As an internal medicine specialist, I mean, that's your specialty, internal medicine. So we've seen a lot of the common adverse events, side effects of these shots. Stroke, myocarditis, uh, Guillain-Barre, tremors, magnetism. What you're seeing now in the vials, does do these things make sense to you? I mean, I, I can't make any sense of it. I'm not a doctor. Well, 
let's just take the parasites. We're not even going into the spike proteins right now. That's a whole different story, right? Dr. Sherry Tenpenny does a wonderful job of saying how inflammatory and dangerous they are. Let's just look at these water parasites. These things have the potential to grow and be innumerable, right? If you're growing things, that's going to clog your arteries. It can clog capillaries. It can clog lymphatics. So that we're seeing blood clotting happening and plus the body's response to having an infection or parasitic invasion, right? Would be an inflammatory response, would be to have inflammation, perhaps clotting in the area. So that they're, they're pulling out clots sometimes too that is almost as big as my hand. Oh my you know, goodness. Like extensions coming from like say the heart. That's just crazy. Yeah. And young people. I know. I've seen pictures of one of them that was cut out of somebody who's a personal friend to somebody that I know and trust. I mean, it wasn't a fake. This thing was huge. Yeah, and I, I think they need to start examining the clot, taking it straight to a microscope, getting a pathology examination, looking at the tissue, and seeing is there any evidence of an organism, a parasitic organism in there. These things can grow to centimeters. You know, that's, that's pretty large in a body, right? If you don't know, know this, go ahead. No, I said, we don't know what the potential is in the human body, but I do know they should never be injected into us ever under any circumstances. If you know this stuff, right? I mean, you've looked at these. These are images being provided. This is indisputable evidence that these things exist inside of these things. If you know all of this stuff, and if Project Veritas is going to be doing a, a, a big expose on this, this obviously is not a secret to those people that are making it. Where are all of they? Why, why aren't these people coming forward and saying, this is what's happening? I mean, literally, if what you're saying is true, millions of people around the world are in on this plan, know this. What gain do they have? Well, I mean, just like doctors, if you speak up, you lose your job. Um, you lose your profession and people will cave for money. Most 99% of people will cave for money, which is a sad fact, but that's true. Um, they're looking for self-preservation, but they don't understand and doing that, that they won't have any self-preservation because we're all at risk here. No one's going to be exempt from this kind of, this kind of, um, experimentation on humanity, of course. So you have, we have to speak up. It's so foolish to think that you can be exempt from this kind of experimentation. So I don't understand why more people aren't speaking up. They don't get the gravity of what is happening right here. They don't truly understand. Our lives will never go back to normal. You know that's due, right? And, and I don't understand why people think that it's, it's going to be normal again. Right now, we need to understand who the real enemy is. It's not one another. It's not blacks and whites or Latinos and whatever. It's not left and right. It's humankind against a bigger threat, okay? So there are other people, I don't know if you can call them people, but I don't think they're people because they don't, they're psychopathic, they don't have a conscience or empathy and they don't care for us, they don't care how many people are killed in their experimentation. That's who we really need to be uniting and fighting against because that's, this is not human kind of medicine. This is not human kind of technology. This is something inhuman. And when I look at it, I know that it didn't come from us or God, our Father in heaven, and that we're fighting a spiritual war. So we need to unite and be one with God again, be close with our Father God in heaven. Amen. Uh, 
This is really nerve-wracking stuff, but I agree with everything that you just said wholeheartedly. That is exactly right. This is good versus evil. Get right with God. Do it right now. Uh, you know how that book ends, so I'm comfortable there. Dr. Terry Maday, thank you so much for your bravery. I don't know why more people are not coming forward either, so it's really a blessing to have you, and we commend you for your courage. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Okay, folks, there you have it. Carrie Midday talking about parasites or beings in the um, small microscopic beings being injected into people through the COVID-19 vaccines. Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, all three of them. Okay. Sorry, folks, I've got a chewini that just likes to look at everything. Okay. Well, folks, uh, so what do you think? I mean, we don't have a forum here to talk back and forth, but um, what do you think? You know, uh, are you thinking about this? Are you um, giving consideration to the fact that they're trying to change humanity, that they're they're trying to – I made a few notes, um, you know. Um, one of the things that um, Lucifer promised Eve in the garden was because uh, God said, uh, he always said that when you touch the tree, or not touch it, when you eat the fruit of the tree, that you'll die. Now, he was talking about spiritually you would die. You wouldn't die, you know, physically, uh, although that would be the penalty at the end because it's destined for all people to die now because of what happened in the garden. But, um, uh, when the evil one was posing as the Nakash, the, the bright shining being that was uh, in or near the tree, um, he made a promise. He says, you know, God, God said you'll die, but you won't die. You know, and, and in a way it was kind of telling the truth because you, they weren't going to die physically, um, although they did die spiritually. Okay. Um but that's been the aspiration of humans throughout all of humanity, the time that humanity has existed since the creation, um, not dying, extending our life, uh, using the, the uh, longevity of the people before the flood as a model for wanting to live a thousand years, you know? And uh, of course that's going to happen in a, in a millennium because Yeshua will make it that way. Uh, everybody will have a very long life, but um, at the same time, um, that's for him to do, not for us to do, okay? Um, and it's interesting, too, that I, I think that that's going to be the promise for um, not necessarily, necessarily taking the uh, so-called vaccine, but uh, it's going to be a promise for, for people uh, during maybe before and during the tribulation period to take the mark. And who knows what the mark is? Maybe it is a, a vaccine. Who knows? Um, but there's a lot of uh, thought there out there that, you know, the one of the things is that you're never going to die. And um, there's an interesting passage in Revelation that um, uh, things are going to get so bad that people are going to hope to die, but they will not be able to. 
And will that be because they've accepted a deal from the devil not to be able to die? Or um, will it be something that they've injected into their bodies that has changed them a certain way? And I, I also um, was interested about how they were talking about um, people that take the shot aren't human anymore. Okay. Um, I find it interesting because that is one of the things that happens when you come to faith in Yeshua. Um, Paul says that uh, in in regard to this, he says, um, if any man or you know put woman in there, be in Christ or Messiah, they are not a new cre- they are they are a new creature. He says, behold, old things have passed away, and all things are new. So myself, I think that what what he does is he gives us his DNA, okay, changes our DNA so that we we have an aspiration and want to look. Uh, more towards God than, than than the things of this world, and, and probably a few other things too. But anyway, um, so and then here comes Lucifer or Satan during the tribulation period, offering something that you will not die. Okay, you'll be changed. You'll be changed into something that's not human. So this kind of it's what's kind of interesting is that um, there's a demarcation line now. So. Let me be clear about something before I go on. Okay, if you're a Christian or a believer in Yeshua and you took the vaccine, don't worry. Okay. If you did it out of ignorance or whatever, or, you know, thinking that maybe it was a good thing, which would have been ignorance, um, he's got that covered. Okay. Um, he's there <clears throat> to, he always fixes our mistakes and uses it for his glory. Okay, so if you did take the shot, then he's more than able to, to negate the um, the effects of the shot. Okay, so don't worry about that. I'm not talking to true believers that took the shot. Okay, um, I'm talking about <clears throat> people who took it in defiance of what God had to say, in defiance of the kingdom of God, um, <clears throat> that... <clears throat> I'm going to have to end this soon because my voice is just going away. Um, but it's, it's, um, people did it so that they can live forever. And also that they're, they will become something better. And, you know, the new age talks about it all the time, you know, that, that soon there's coming a, um, a great ascension. There's coming a, um, a time when uh, the vibration of humanity is going to um, become different and there's going to be an evolutionary step up, you know, and it won't be a, a physical, it'll be a spiritual evolution. So um, anyway, there are a lot of things that the shot and maybe something in the future have in um in comparison with uh, what's actually going to happen um, later on during the period of uh, the revel- uh, revelation, the period of the uh, tribulation. So it's inter- it's something that we need to keep a watch on. And I also thought it was interesting that they, um, I don't know if you, you heard that the last show I did, but I did it about, um, uh, about a variety of things. But one of the things that I talked about was schizophrenia. And how it uh, it's interesting how uh, 
these people hear these voices and they're always malevolent. Okay. And the voices are, and they're always trying to, you know, either kill somebody or kill yourself. You know, it's basically the, the, the picture or the message that they get. And, um, how I talked about how, um, it's my belief that a lot of schizophrenia has to do with, uh, uh, malfeasance on the, uh, the part of scientists or the CIA or whatever um, that has picked, that has chosen these people to be a, a lab experiment, basically a walking lab experiment where they, uh, they can actually talk to their brain. And I always wondered if it had something to do with um, all the, uh, the metals that we take into our body. Maybe those people took more metals into their body or something, or they were given more metals and at a young age to where they took it into their body. And, um, and perhaps um, those metals that they took in created an antenna uh, effect inside the brain and uh, that the, uh, the elites used to, uh, to talk to these people and to make them think that they have some kind of brain abnormality. Um, now, I'm not saying that all schizophrenia is that way, but um, some of it is, there is a sickness, okay? But I think a lot of it has to do with... Um, with government interference, um, or, um, and that's not government necessarily, but CIA or NSA or whatever interference. Um, and if these vaccines <clears throat> have, um, like we looked at before, have a, an elevated, uh, tin level an elevated aluminum level, uh, you know, all these different metals, um, who's to say that, and, you know, it's, I just realized it too, cause tin, um, and, um, lead basically, or what, uh, what forms, um, solder. Okay. A lot of times they call it antimony. Okay. And I don't know what the diff, what the, uh, comparison is between lead and antimony, but, um, it's interesting that they use these metals, these highly conductive metals that are used in antennas, um, to put into the vaccine so that it can become a, a communications network. That's what Kerry said. Um, either that or Stu, uh, that's Stu. Yeah, Stu Peters said that, you know, and uh, so there you have it. You have the answer for schizophrenia. You have the answer for maybe ideas that come into your head that are foreign or strange to you that you would never do. Okay, so... Um, Anyway, it's, it's, it just explains so much, uh, this subject, and it explains, um, it answers so many questions um, that it just, it makes too much sense, so to speak, you know. So anyway, uh, I got to get off of this thing, folks, because my voice is starting to go, and um, I'm starting to sound like uh, Rod Stewart and Alex Jones uh, put together. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, I'm going to get out of here and, uh, folks, anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope that you got something from it and, uh, maybe together we can pray and work on this, uh, to figure it all out. So, uh, you know, I'm always willing to, to listen to other people. And, um, you know, we, if you just went, if you go to, um, trying to think of an address you could use. Um, just go to delusionresistance.org and my, my contact is there. Uh, but maybe we can form a network where we can talk about these things, a consortium, so to speak, to, to where we can 
put all of our minds together to try to figure out what's going on. I think that would be awesome, actually, because instead of just a scientific forum, which would be, um, but we'd also have a, um, a biblical forum mixed in with that. And I think that we can answer a lot of questions. So if anybody's interested in that, give me a, give me a holler. Okay. Uh, write to me, uh, uh, using the address at the delusion resistance. And, um, there's the noisemaker right back there. That dog, Millie Bell. Okay. Anyway, and the little Yorkies, um, a nice dog. Anyway, um, I digress. So anyway, folks, let's maybe we can get together and, and work on these things and, and Yahweh will give us the answers and we can reveal it so that people will know what's going on. So uh, with that, I'm going to end. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise on you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he bring you the peace that passes all understanding and much more than that, too. In Yeshua's holy name, amen and amen. Bye, folks. Uh, see you Wednesday night with Ralph Epperson. Good night.